Hey guys, it's Pastor Scott, and I want to thank you for sharing these moments together. My prayer, always, is that something said will fortify our faith, strengthen our resolve, and equip us to become everything we were created to be. I want to talk to you just for a few moments about the levels of God's presence. The levels of God's presence. Everything that God creates, He creates with levels. There are different stages, if you will. The Bible says that the steps or the stages of a man are ordered by the Lord. We are never to stay at one level all our lives. The Bible declares that we move from faith to faith, from glory to glory. I thank God that I'm not what I used to be, but I also know that I'm not what I'm going to be. And so in order to fully understand what God has prepared for us, we need to be in continual movement. Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind, he said, I press for that which is in front of me. I press for the mark of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. That's why we've been considering uh, not just who we are, but why we are. As I've said before, when you know your why, when you know your purpose, you're unstoppable. You have no rival. You have no equal. And your enemy cannot stop your purpose. That's why the enemy tries to challenge our identity. Because when you don't know your why, you'll doubt your who. Anybody ever felt like, well, you know, maybe this isn't for me, or uh, maybe, maybe I'm not really saved, or maybe God's forgiveness, uh, maybe that really doesn't, you know, extend towards me, or maybe God doesn't love. Listen, let's get that settled right now, okay? His mercies are new every morning. Romans 8 says that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Come on, you are loved. You are loved. Before you thought about loving Him, He loved you. Now, once that's settled, then we're free to move from that level to another level. And that's not the level of His person. That's the level of purpose. That's why it's, in, it's important to recognize the different levels of God's presence. There's a level uh, that we'll call His omnipresence. God's omnipresence states that He is everywhere all the time. He is everywhere all the time. He fills all time and all space. Okay? That doesn't just mean that He's everywhere right now. It means that God is everywhere all the time. He's not just in your future. He's also in your past. He is in what's coming, and He is in what has been. 
Jesus didn't say, I am the Alpha, then the Omega. He said, I am Alpha and Omega. He said, I'm the beginning and the end. At the same time, God is in your now. God is in your future. But God is also in the very first day of creation. If you go back in Genesis, you see that in the very first day of creation, God said, let there be light. He said, light be. And I know he's still in that day because light is still being. Even the universe is expanding at 186,000 miles per second, if you will, at the speed of light. The Bible declares that God watches over his word to perform it. So whatever he said in day one, he's still there making sure that light is being. He's making sure that grass is growing. He's making sure that trees are still being. In other words, he's still in that day making sure everything's doing what it's supposed to be doing. While he's in the first day making light, he's in the third day making sure foliage is growing. While he's in the fourth day, he's still in the first. He's still in mine. He's still in yours. He's making sure all of those things are still functioning according to the creative words spoken over them. So that fish aren't trying to fly and rocks aren't trying to swim and monkeys aren't trying to be men and males aren't trying to be female. Come on, God's got this. David understood a little bit about the omnipresence of God because David would say, if I go to the highest place that a bird could fly, he's still there. He said, if I make my bed in the lowest of hells, he's still there. You cannot run from a God who's everywhere. That's his omnipresence. But then there's another level that is his personal presence. It's one thing to know that God is everywhere, but it's another thing to know that he's with me. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. He's a very present help in the time of need. Oh, let me stop there for a second. If you got if you got a need, can I just tell you he's not on the way. He's not just coming. He is a very present help in your time of trouble. That's his personal presence. Knowing that every step we take, he is with us. But then there's another level of his presence. And that's called his manifest presence. This is his concentrated presence. This is his glory, if you will. In the Old Testament, they carried around this box. It was the Ark of the Covenant. And this box contained within it Aaron's rod that budded and the 
uh, uh, manna, the golden pot of manna that was hidden, and the tables of stone that were unbroken, and a cloud would rest over this box. And it was as if God was saying, I'm everywhere, but there's a concentrated presence of me that's there. It's not just the presence that's around you. It's not just the presence or the anointing that's within you. It's a concentrated presence that's on you. Jesus was born with the fullness of God's presence. But at the age of 30, after he was baptized in Jordan, he came up from the waters, the heavens opened, and the Spirit descended upon him. And the Father said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. From that moment, Jesus moved into his purpose. The Bible says that straightway he was led into the wilderness where he would be tempted of the devil for 40 days. After that temptation, he went into the synagogue. He found the scroll. He found the place where it was written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, upon me. The same Jesus that was born with all of God in him now says the Spirit is up on me. This has to do with his purpose, not just his person. This is an anointing, if you will. This is a glory, if you will that comes to empower you for your purpose. Jesus knew his purpose. It was more than just to make sure we get saved. John said, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest, and that was to destroy the works of the evil one. Listen, this is a power that can help Elijah outrun Ahab's chariot. This is a concentrated power that causes people to get healed even in Peter's shadow. This is a concentrated presence of God that when it's on you like the Apostle Paul, you can shake off snakes when they bite you. Now, listen, I wouldn't recommend you doing that in the natural, but I'm, I hope that you catch what I'm trying to say. We don't just gather together because of his omnipresence. His omnipresence ensures that wherever you are, you can get an audience with him. His personal presence guarantees that wherever you are, he's with you. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. But when we gather together, there is a concentrated presence. There's a weight, if you will, 
When you take molecular structures and press them together, it gains weight because it now contains density. Yeah? There is a presence that is over us, in us, and on us. And when that presence is present, when that presence is present, you are not only identified to do His will, you are empowered to be about your Father's business. Oh God, thank you. Thank you that you have made us partakers of your kingdom, your power, and your glory. Oh, I hope you've been blessed by this word. It encourages me. Listen, if you want to connect with us, go to our Facebook page, New Covenant Christian Church. You can go to our website, nc3wilkesboro.com. And if you want to sow into the ministry, you can go to nc3wilks at gmail.com and you can sow a gift through PayPal, all right? I want you to be a partner with us. I want you to help us get this gospel of the kingdom into all the world, all right? Now, remember, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Amen. God bless you.